Boom. Okay. All right. Yeah, why does yours look so dark? Um, it's my screen. And I got the oh, privacy screen. Oh, you have the privacy. Okay. I got the cheater screen. Okay. <laughs> that is the cheater <laughs> screen. That's the cheater <laughs> screen for sure. Yes. Well, um, yo, so uh, welcome to another, well, okay, so here's the, here's the thing about this podcast. I don't have a name for it yet. I didn't name it, but this is my 10th interview. I just did okay. it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I could have I waited maybe uh, six months to kind of come up with a name. But I was like, yo, I'm just going to do it and then brand it later. So you had nine people that you asked to do this before me. First off, okay. you travel. It's cool, it's cool, it's You cool. travel all the time. I just want to start things on an okay, honest yeah, okay, let's, let's, let's ask level this question. playing field. When are you leaving? Tomorrow. When did you come back to Atlanta? Monday. <laughs> all right, fine. How many times do you travel per month? You got a point, David. Several. But I'm here today, and here we are. Yo, you know what I found? I found a picture of a post that I put up years ago when we were at Spondivitz. No, Sp not Spondivitz. Papados. Ah. Me and Coriel went to Papados. And at that, at that point, you were working at a, uh, at a bar. bar. <laughs> Slappy You're working at a bar three days a week. Yeah. Right? And you're like, oh my gosh, I want to quit, but I make so much money at this bar. Yeah. But now, you still work at the bar, right? But I don't. At all? No. Last no, time we talked, we you said you had like we one retired. day a week or something. We fully retired. Fully retired, which yes. means. And I made more this month, my first month from retirement than I've ever made in life, in one month. Wow. So God is just blessing you, girl. It's all about that leap of faith, though. I really believe you, you have to take the first move and then God will make the rest happen. So like, let's, let's take it back. First off, um, starting on your journey of entrepreneurship, what, like, just take us back. We need a history lesson of Coriel. Oh, my God. So, um, like, my first, uh, I guess, uh, lesson with entrepreneurship was, like, 16. Like, I've always been a side hustler. I got my cosmetology. I was taking cosmetology classes in high school. After high school, I literally went to Dudley Beauty College 12 hours a day the summer between high school and college so that I could get my um, license and do nails in college because I didn't want to be a broke college student. Mm -hmm. So doing nails in college was like my first real side hustle where I was actually getting paid because I was doing stuff in high school, but it was just for free. Um, but I ended up being too busy, wanted to be like a college student and have fun, so I, I stopped doing that business. But ever since then, I've had some type of side hustle going. Even when I was a full-time teacher, I had other things on the side because y'all know they don't pay teachers enough. So. Mm -hmm. um, but from the classroom, I didn't have, like, I don't have that story of, like, I took the leap of faith. I just walked away. God right. told me it was time to move. It wasn't like that. Like, I was forced out. God forced me out of my comfort zone. I was honestly just trying to run away from an abusive relationship. I had called off an engagement. I was so, like, ashamed to have called off this engagement um, that I really wanted to leave town. And not only did I want to leave town, I wanted to leave the country. Wow. Like, I applied for a teaching job in Abu Dhabi. And literally a month before I was supposed to go, um, I just had to get real with myself. Like, what are you really doing? Why are you really doing this? And are they really paying you that much money? Like, you can make this same amount of money here if you just get creative enough. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up giving up that contract. I had already given up my contract to teach here in Atlanta. So I was pretty much just forced to kind of figure it out. And that's when I went to bartending school. And when I say that was like one of the best decisions I ever made because the freedom that that provided me and the cash money 
and those tips, like that's yeah. priceless. Um, and so it literally allowed me to be able to figure things out, but not be totally broke while doing it. Gotcha, gotcha. So, okay, you're making money as a bartender and in your businesses, mm -hmm. right? So let's talk about the transition of going from your job to full-time dream. Cause I think it was, it had to be like two years ago where we had that lunch. He was like, I'm gonna yeah, quit by this day. Yeah, I was supposed to retire, yep. And first off, you didn't, re you didn't retire by that day. I did not, <laughs> I did not, I did not. Um, it was just so easy. Like as an entrepreneur, we work hard for our money. Nothing is guaranteed. If I wanna eat, I gotta hunt. You know, whereas when you're working for somebody else, especially when it's like a cash paying job, like it was just, it was hard to give up. Um, but I had to do it. I realized that, you know, I was evolving and I felt like God was not going to continue to bless me as long as I doubted what I could do. Mm -hmm. As long as I was so comfortable with what I was already getting, I was never going to really start getting what, you know, what I, what I deserve. Um, and so I had to get uncomfortable and, um, yeah, that, there was not like a, something that pushed me out. I just realized it was time sooner than later. Cause yeah. if I didn't quit now, I probably would never gonna quit. Right, yo, this is what I, and so how long have you been retired now? Two months. Two months. So I try to tell, I try to tell people this, that like when you have something building, like obviously you might be making some money at your job, but when you let go of the job, and I don't even know why it happens this way, but explosion. Like I've had some people that work for me where I'm like, yo, you, you got so much going on right now, you have to leave. And once you leave, everything happens. It's like explosion happens. So you've had the biggest month. I had the biggest month. And it ain't even over yet, y'all. What's today, the 24th? I still got six more days. So we working it. So how did you learn how to have these big months, these five, I don't know if it's six. It's not six yet. So these five figure months, like how did you learn? How'd you learn how to do it? Consistency. I didn't learn how to do it. I just learned what wasn't working, figured out what did work, and then consistently did that. But I mean, it was a lot of trial and error. It's still trial and error. Like I'm having a great month this month, but that doesn't necessarily mean the next month is going to be the same. So it's it's creating these systems based on the things that work. Um, so there's not like one formula for how I figured it out. But I think like my gift is really um, has really been figuring out how to monetize the things that I love. So I have a lot of different things going on, but it's easy to manage because I love doing it and it's easy to monetize because I'm not dependent on one stream of income. How many streams do you have? I don't even know, David. Um, got busy at the beach, got work, pray, slay, my get money gang coaching, my books, my products, my planners, all that stuff. Um, Airbnb is five, um, speaking, get paid for that. Um, I got some affiliate stuff that I do, brand ambassador kind of stuff. That's seven right there. Um, I probably got at least 10. I'll, I'll, I'll keep thinking, but right. those are a few. <laughs> so starting off, you didn't start off with seven, right? Because everybody says, yo, you need to have seven streams of income, but you really drilled down on a stream of income that opened up other streams, yep. right? So talk to me about that process. So the first, I guess, like business or brand that I started that kind of put me on the map was the Single Wives Club, which was a support group um, for single women who were preparing to become wives. And the success of that, like really turning that what started in my living room into like a global brand where I was literally reaching women all around the world, like in countries that I can't even pick out on a map. 
that is what like put me, I guess, in the limelight. Um, and so the success of that is what led to me creating like all these other streams. That's what led to me creating um, my coaching program that I did years ago that I ended up quitting. Um, Busy at the Beach, like all of these things kind of came from the audience that I created with the Single Wives Club. Yeah. And um, at the end of 2017, I was actually able to sell the Single Wives Club, which was bittersweet, but it was also like, man, you really making boss moves. You yeah. out here selling businesses. Right. Yeah, so right. it's been a long time that coming. that little thing right there up off your, there you go. Off oh, there you okay. Go. <laughs> okay. So you sold, had, you sold a company. It doesn't even matter how much you sold it for. It's just cool to be able to build something and sell it. Did they approach you or you were thinking about wanting to get You know what? I was actually, it, it was probably like a two-year process of me like knowing that it was time for me to like create an exit strategy from the Single Wives Club, but not really wanting to let it go because it was like my baby. It was truly a, a business that was birthed like out of my pain. So it was something that I knew was necessary and I didn't really want to walk away, but I knew that, you know, it, it was, it was going to cap me and what I was able to do. Mm -hmm. um, so I was literally just talking to one of my friends about wanting to get out my idea for selling it. And she was actually the person that was like, well, you know, I can do something with that. Mm -hmm. So it was literally me just having a conversation and within 24 hours it was sold. Is it still operating under the same name? Mm -mm. It's nope. a different name. Mm -hmm. And how's the business going? Do you do still consulting and stuff like that? No. <laughs> we left that in 2017. I got that check and kept it moving. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Wow. So what if you have a lot of streams of income, but there are some people that's listening to this, obviously, and they're trying to figure out how do you how do you build this? Like if you're going to give some steps, what would they be? First step, I would say, is definitely figure out what you're passionate about. Because um, that, I feel like, is what's going to get you started. Even if you end up doing other businesses, other things that are not necessarily like tied to your passion, I think that your passion is what gets you started. Um, so definitely starting there. And I always say your purpose is what pays you. Like, we can start a business based on what we see somebody else doing and we might be successful in making money but i don't think it's going to be able to, you're not going to be able to sustain it because it's not what's for you so i definitely think that you have to spend the time figuring out what you're passionate about spend the time figuring out what your purpose is and then um creating a platform that connects with people i think that that is like the number one way to sell anything to anyone is to connect emotionally with people and so with the single wives club i was literally a single woman that wanted to get married, but didn't know how to connect the dots, how to get from where I was to where I wanted to be. And that was a very relatable story because there's millions of single women around the world who want to be a wife, but just aren't prepared, don't have the resources. Um, and even now with the things that I offer, whether it's busy at the beach or the get money gang, like women want a vacation and they need to make more money. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to connect emotionally because I'm coming from an authentic place because it's something that's tied to my purpose. So. Those, I would say, would be like the first two steps is figuring out your, your passion and your purpose and then figuring out how you can create a platform that connects emotionally with your audience. Because gotcha. they'll buy anything from you once you've connected with them emotionally and once you've built up that trust. So, obviously, you have, you're just an amazing um, target, tar target market of women who really, really want to be in business, but also touching on that emotional side, right, mm -hmm. relationship side. How do you balance it all? Because my clients, they'll ask me personal questions, and I don't know how to, I don't, I can't help you with that. I don't know. That's not my <laughs> thing. I can teach you how to think and how to move and, like, what to do, but the emotional side. So how do you, how do you coach people like that? I try to be as 
relatable as possible and meet them where they are. So I'm not like too, I'm not Oprah yet. So I'm not like too far removed where it's like, oh girl, I don't even understand what you're going through. Like I can't even relate. I try to dig deep and figure out a similar situation or a similar circumstance that I found myself in and talk to them about how I got out of it. I think that that's literally the only thing. I'm not a therapist, I'm not a counselor, but I can try to help you um, with what you're experiencing based on my experiences. So that's what I try to do, just help them from a place of what I've been through and not talking at them or talking down to them from a place of like, this is what you should right. be doing. But I've experienced something similar and this is what worked for me. So. Yeah, give me give me your dopest client testimonial. Now oh that you got God. a bunch of them, just I give do, me one. I do, I do, but I got one. So my girl Tasha, Tasha literally connected with me. Um, I don't even know when. Before she even moved to Atlanta, we got connected somehow. She came to the Single Wives Weekend, and we've been connected ever since. But she just finally started coaching with me, literally June first. And within one month, we had one strategy session. Within one month, this girl and she has a, a bracelet boutique. So this girl literally took one strategy and sold like 3,500 bracelets in wow. one single month. And I feel like that's so bomb. Like I feel <laughs> so proud because she, she got unstuck and it literally just took that one conversation. And it's, it's those people. And of course I have others. Um, my client, Cindy, who literally, you know, had this one stream of income, her, her fashion blog that she was super excited about, but then got her creative juices flowing and started her photography, photography business that is like booming. Mm. You know, she's booked and busy um, and ha she's just doing amazing things. But a lot of times just having that conversation from someone who can, who's on the outside that can look in and say, these are the things that you might be overlooking. Mm. These are the things that you might be overthinking. You know, these are the things that you can do to kind of get yourself unstuck. So. Even if it's not like a, a number amount, like a dollar amount that they've increased their sales, I think when they tell me, oh my God, I didn't know what I was gonna do and now I got clarity. Yeah. Or, oh my God, I didn't think it was possible, but now I got a plan. That I think is the most fulfilling. So you did it wrong first. You did a coaching program oh and my God, I shut it. that thing down, Fast. right? And then obviously you're doing it right. So what was the difference? Talk, well, talk me through that for all the people to say, y'all, I want to be a coach. Listen, I found like this this uh, screenshot of a text message that you sent me maybe a year maybe a year ago, and it was like, I just got through coaching with this guy. His wife wants to coach. Can I send her your way? And I was like, thank you, but no, nah, I quit. Like I'm done. <laughs> and that was how I was honestly feeling. It wasn't until I hired a coach that was like the truth, and I'm like, okay, she's impacting my life in such a positive way. I know that I can do this for other people. So number one, it was just me getting motivated again. Um, and I had been burned by bad coaches. And I think that turned me off from the whole coaching thing too, because I felt like these people are out here scamming and I don't want to, you know, I don't even want people to put me in that category right. of scamming. Um, but the first time around, I definitely, number one was not charging enough. So when you're not charging enough, you're going to get the riffraff. You're going to get the people that want to play around. I was getting too many people that didn't want to do the work. And I felt like I was more invested than they were. How much were you charging first? Oh, my God. I was charging like $65 for a 30-minute session and $100 for an hour. And it just wasn't worth my time. Mm. So now, and I was trying to coach people on all kinds of different stuff. Like, you right. can come to me with anything, and I'm like, okay we could figure this out. Whereas now I've increased my prices, so I've eliminated the riffraff because if you paying what I'm charging, you're gonna wanna make back at least this investment. Yeah. Um, so they're just more serious about it. And then also I'm more intentional about the type of people that I work with and what I'm actually able to coach you through. Mm -hmm. So my, what I'm most passionate about is passive income. 
So my coaching program now is for intermediate entrepreneurs. Like you've been in business two to three years, you got some clients, maybe it's not consistent, maybe you're not making consistent income, and I'm able to help you figure out, break down your business model and figure out where you're missing out on money, how you can add passive income, mm -hmm. how you can create more consistent income. Um, and it's not necessarily for like the baby bosses, the beginning entrepreneurs that, mm -hmm. like I had a session um, yesterday actually with someone who had no idea. You know, it was just like, this is what I like to do here. And I ended up telling her like, this session is not gonna work, Call me. you know, we gotta talk again when you're ready. Right. Because I don't wanna waste your time and I can't have my time wasted either. So I know now I'm more intentional about who I work with and I'm more intentional about how I spend my time and that has made it more worthwhile. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so now, you, now you're doing it right, you did it wrong. Having people call you and text you, because I, I was, man, I was burnt out at the beginning too, because once you start first to get it going, those people you want to call, hey, call me if you have anything. You, I'm saying like, you want to help and- it, It's draining. It, it, it is draining. Um, we've been able to build up some testimonials to show that it works, mm -hmm. right? But um, I think people that want to be a coach, you don't really, you don't really want to coach a whole bunch of people. You don't. You really not don't. If you re not if you want to do it right. Like if you yeah. want to just be scamming out here, then maybe, but if you really want to help people, then no. Yeah. Cause you have your own business to run. Like I'm helping all of these people and I'm sending out all these emails for them and helping like all of this stuff, but I still gotta send out emails for myself. I still mm. gotta run my own business. So it is very draining. And if you're not- It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today told from a unique black perspective from bobby smyrta to the wire michelle obama to reparations there's no limit to the range of black stories black truths i listen and i'm enjoying these conversations that are for us by us black representation Again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir, turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
with NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Passionate about it. It's not going to be worth your time. Do you have that? Do you still have that entrepreneurial bug where, like, you have a, an amazing idea, then you go buy the domain, and you're like, oh, I'm going to have to build this? David, I bought a domain two days ago, okay? I just started a new LLC. What's today? Friday on Wednesday. Like, I just, every day. And right. that's the thing, though. It's like, once you've created something great, once you've had success with something, you're like, man, I can do anything. And that's a gift and a curse, because yes, I have is. gotten caught up in trying to just do everything, and then you don't do anything good, because you're trying to do everything. Yeah. But, yeah, two days ago. I think the cool thing is, um, I guess, at the level we're at now, I have, I have people who I can partner with on mm -hmm. certain things. And Make my philosophy now is I don't, even if I have a great idea, I don't want to own 100% of it. Like I need somebody else that will be invested, preferably somebody who doesn't have a business that I can like coach and mentor. Cause this mm -hmm. is my thought, like the people that I've coached, I've helped them like really build a business and really win. But I'm like, yo, if I can start a business and then coach somebody in to that. Yeah. run it. Mm -hmm. So what are, what are some of your, your, your biggest struggles now as an entrepreneur? Because they think you're perfect out here. They do. Um, and I am not. So thank you for that question. Um, I was just telling people, I ain't perfect. I got a little muffin top. And my consistency in the gym. Look, I'm, I was just sitting here thinking, like, let me lean back so my stomach <laughs> looks a little flatter. It's so um, easy. I, I tell people, obviously, yo, you got to be consistent. But I'm not 100% consistent. I am consistent, I guess, more than the areas. average yeah. yeah absolutely but those people say yo you need to be consistent look at me i'm like yo there's some things i'm not consistent on business i can do that all day long but yeah what are your struggles um money's always a struggle like you never i never feel like i have enough it doesn't matter how much i make i always <laughs> feel like i need more of it time of course is an issue um you know when i was just out here like single and stuff I just had all the time in the world, but now that I want to set my life up to, you know, not be single, I definitely am having to balance, um, balance my time a little bit more. And I'm always coming up with good ideas. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they're good. I'm always coming up with stuff to do. So it's like, I just started this, um, it's a nonprofit actually, but it's like, when am I gonna do this? Like I have all of these amazing ideas. We came up with some great plans, but like when, how? So um, that is definitely a struggle. And then, what else would be a big struggle for me? There's Money, nothing we need to start. The time, what? A uh, here we go with the ideas again. I and I was I was I did a live with uh, Maddie J and we like built, we created like a concept of a business like before we got off the live right. And what I want to do is create a partnership program or something like that. Like I I have an amazing idea and I'll but sell I need you. But somebody to do it. 
yeah, I sell you a stake in it. You might pay 10000 to be a part of this joint. I instruct you. You just got to do the work. That's a dope idea. That, the lady I talked idea. to yesterday, she got money to invest. She just don't know what she want to do. And it's like, I can't. I can't tell you what to do. You know, like you got to tell me something. But people like her who want to be entrepreneurs but don't necessarily have that million dollar idea, I think that's a dope idea. Let's come up with some names when we get off of this on GoDaddy. Let's secure our website and find somebody to build it, pay somebody. AJ, and, AJ, where you at? Oh, AJ. Oh, shout out. To, is AJ on? I hope AJ's he on here too. We're talking about you, AJ. Please help us. Oh, uh, AJ, you're about to get a phone call, sir. <laughs> Yo, so you did coaching with AJ, right? I did. So, what was that process like? AJ is dope. AJ is like um, Geek Squad on, mm -hmm. on 100. Like, <laughs> no, no offense, that was a compliment, but he, when I say he's a techie to the, like, I ain't never met nobody like AJ who could literally, you could tell them an idea and then they can tell you how to pull it off with the tech side. Um, but he's, aside from tech, I think his passion is also that emotional, um, that emotional marketing. That's one, that's the biggest thing that I took away from the um, Joiner Method workshop that I attended with him is that's the, you know, that's the way that you, that you really build an audience. That's the way that you, not just an audience, that's the way that you really cultivate a tribe, that community, those people that are gonna follow you and support you, whether you're doing a podcast, whether you're selling a t-shirt, whether you're doing a trip, whether you're writing a book, like it's that emotional connection. Mm -hmm. um, so AJ's bomb. AJ's bomb, you took his course. I took his course, yes. And hold on, hold on. We shutting down? Not yet, almost. What so. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think somebody called you and it went black, but I think people are still on. Can people still see my job? Yeah, I think they can still. Yeah, there ah, it is. Be right. right back. I'm over So how much did you pay for AJ's class? Let's just get into you it. You know what? No. What if AJ no. don't want people to know how much he charged? Why wouldn't he? It's on his website. But okay, I think was, people need to know. It was more than 1000 and less than 2000 More than one, less than two. So what made you part with more than 1000 less than 2000 for his workshop? Because of the... Um, quality of clients that I knew that he had. I know several people that have worked with AJ and they all had nothing but good things to say. And I knew that he was bomb. I didn't necessarily know if I needed that workshop, but I knew that I needed him. And so I wasn't gonna go to him. And we, I think we had met before I took the class, but I wasn't gonna go to him and just be like, hey, how can you help me do X, Y, and Z? I knew that I needed to invest. And really, once you have that relationship established, now I can call AJ and he'll just pick up the phone and say, I can run an idea by him, but I feel like it's our duty to invest in one another before we start trying to just, you know, pick their brains and stuff like that. Right. But I knew that, I knew that you can always afford to improve when it comes to marketing. Like, I don't have a marketing degree. Everything has been trial and error. So anytime that I can get like some, some wisdom from people who have experience with marketing, I'm down. Spend some money, okay? First off, stop like joining all the free webinars to get the free information because i promise you you are not going to get the game from a free webinar not, you gotta you buy the, you gotta buy the thing that they sell after, after <laughs> whatever they offer you after okay buy that okay join that person's coaching program so last question um i like to do predictions okay, okay. meaning i Marriage. want you to tell okay oh sorry all right, goals. Okay, number one goal, goals. <laughs> clearly. Um, I want to be able to, I want to ask you what you're going to be doing in five years. In five years from now, I want to be able to look at this video and say, oh my gosh, Coria, she, she really did it. Oh my God, So give years. me some predictions. Five years from now, how many kids you got? Right, many... I'm going to be so old in five years. Um, 
I don't know, definitely multiple children in the next yeah. five, Lord Jesus. Um, but freedom, I wanna be living a freedom-based lifestyle. Like I wanna be doing kind of what I'm doing now, just on a larger scale. Mm -hmm. um, definitely wanna get more into media, which we already kind of talked about. My podcast is like my, um, is like putting me on the map, I would say with that. So definitely doing more media stuff. Um, I don't know, David, I don't like to do predictions. Cause I feel like if you would ask me five years ago, what would I be doing now? I couldn't have been able to tell you that I'm that I would have been doing the amazing things that I'm that I'm doing. So I think that that kind of limits God. Like if I start speaking about what's going to be in five years, God might have something that's like way better. But I've spoken this little goal, so I don't know. But I'm excited. But if you could play design, that, play that in five years. <laughs> if you could design, if you could design that thing five years from now, if you could just draw it, vision board okay, stuff. Okay, media mogul. Media that, that's mogul. gonna be that's gonna be what people know me as in five years. Mm. Tell me about the podcast, because like you're really going off on that. So podcast. my podcast, Confessions of a Workaholic, um, we share the untold success secrets of fearless female entrepreneurs. I am thinking about doing a, a, a guys episode, mm. just one. Um, maybe Can I be on it? I, I'm thinking I might have to do multiple guys, because Justin, if I let a guy do anything and it wasn't Justin, he's gonna kill me. He, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Justin is so funny. Shout out to New Age CEO. He's probably tuned in. Um, but the podcast has really allowed me to not just create relationships with some amazing, dope women, but also be able to share like the real deal of entrepreneurship. Because like you said, people look at us on Instagram and think like, this shit happened overnight. Like it's mm. smooth sailing. Like we don't have any problems. Like we don't, we're not stressed out. Like we're not losing money and you know, making bad decisions. We're all doing that on a daily basis. Like it's happening to all of us. So just to be able to talk about the times you've wasted money, the times when you were like crawled, balled up in a fetal position because you didn't know how, like those are the conversations that we have on the podcast. And it's so empowering, even for me to be able to hear from these people who I feel like are doing the damn thing. And they're like, but not every day though. You know, right. like, it's not like this every day. <laughs> right, so, right. Confessions of a Workaholic, everywhere that podcasts are played, you can find it. And what is, what was your biggest loss financially? Oh my God, I, lost, I paid the, the fake coach $12,000. And that is pretty bad. She's you a paid? fraud. I paid the fraud twelve thousand dollars. Twelve grand. Twelve grand, and it was. What fraudulent. was the promise? What were you thinking that was going to happen with this twelve thousand? So this program? lady was supposedly like a, uh, the millionaire maker. Like that was her thing. Like she made women millionaires. And I attended several events before I started coaching with her. Um, but you know what, something in my gut, something in my spirit told me that something wasn't right. But I just kept seeing like the glitz and the glam and I want to be a millionaire and I got sucked into it. Um, so it wasn't, she didn't like promise that I would be a millionaire, mm -hmm. but I just felt like I would be able to scale my business after coaching with her. And the program was like pre-recorded BS that I felt like was way like beneath what I needed. So mm. it ended up being a, being a mess. And I found out she had fake followers. A whole lot of them. And oh, that's why you were so bitter that's when you were in Texas. Yes, I'm mad about that. I just feel like you can't charge somebody to teach them something that you don't really know how to do. Yeah. So she was literally teaching an Instagram for business class. She had fake followers. Now, if she didn't have the Instagram for business class, then maybe I wouldn't feel so bad about it, but mm. I'm mad still. <laughs> well, um, Now we got to end on a good note. We are. We can't end talking about the fake coach. Okay, okay. All right. Internet marketing. Tell the people what they need to know about having a product, service, or personal brand and moving through internet, in, like it, specifically social media. 
wait, how to build a social media following? How to, how to market a product or service or build your personal brand on social media. Um, my number one piece of advice is to create an irresistible opt-in offer. Period. Like you have to have. Hold on, hold on. Create an that? irresistible opt-in. An opt-in offer, offer okay. is how what you're basically going to give to somebody in exchange for them giving you their email address. So I'm going to give you this free guide. You're going to give me my, your email address. I'm going to give you this free video course. You're going to give me your email address. And that is like your in. That is your way to establish that relationship with a potential client. Instagram is cool, but you got to get people off of Instagram and onto your email list. Because if Instagram or Facebook decides, all right, we're done with this, like we have fun, but it's over with, your business will be over with too. So that is like my number one piece of advice if you really want to monetize. Now, if you just want a bunch of followers, post great content, get people to like, share, engage with your following. But if you really want to monetize whatever you're doing, you got to get people on your email list. Give me an example of your irresistible opt-in offer. Okay, so... Last year I did my Shopify course. So I did this Shopify training. That was the upsell. But the irresistible opt-in offer was a free webinar where I taught people, um, I think it was how I made $56,000 with Shopify. That was mm -hmm. irresistible, right? Because if mm -hmm. you hear somebody that made $50,000 on a shop, you know, on, online only, it's like, oh my God, how do I do that? So yeah. I had hundreds of people on this free webinar, that was the opt-in. They had to give me their email address in order to get access to the webinar. And then from there, I sold them the Shopify training. How much was the Shopify training? I made like $12,000 in 48. But how much, how much did you sell the product for? I don't remember. I, know, uh, I don't know, but I remember this is how much I made and I was excited <laughs> about it. I don't know how much it was. Maybe, I don't know, 297, mm. something like that. For how long? How, how long was the course? Oh, it was just a one audio. One hour? One audio. Yeah, one hour audio. Okay. Were you actually doing it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was a live webinar. Mm. Was, so I did a free webinar, upsold the paid webinar. I love it. I love it. So what are, what are some other strategies on building a following? If you're building a personal brand, somebody wants to speak, everybody wants to be a speaker, author, stuff like that. Building a personal brand, what would you suggest? Use Instagram live. All live. Live, I feel like, is the number one way for you to put yourself out there and show people why they should hire you to speak. Like, I have a client right now who wants, wants to be a public speaker, but she don't ever do no public speaking. It's like, if you, and you don't have to publicly speak. You're public speaking. This is public speaking right here. You get, sure, are getting right. an idea of what kind of value we bring. So if somebody out there wants to hire either one of us to come speak somewhere, Please do contact us Pull up. later. Um, but that's what, like every time I get on live, somebody buys something from me, whether it's signing up for a coaching session, buying a book, like, and that's without me saying, go to my website and buy this. So I'm able to make money and I'm also able to show, you know, my expertise or, you know, show what I know basically. So using the free tools that are literally at your fingertips, that would be my best advice, like using Instagram live. Um, and then not just posting your videos on live, but also sharing them on your page because that live is going to disappear. But if I'm looking, for example, when I did speaker submissions for WordPress Play, if you submitted yourself to be a speaker, but then I go to your Instagram and you ain't no speaker, like right. I can't even find a video. I'm scrolling and scrolling. I don't see you speaking. Right. Then I'm not really going to believe that you're the best fit. So just doing what not waiting on people to put you on, basically. Put yourself on. So even if you want to be an event planner, plan your own event. 
plan your own event, invite people, show them what you, you know, show them what you're doing. If you want to be a makeup artist, but you don't have any clients yet, call your homegirl over, beat her face down and, you know, show it, show it on Instagram. Like show your, show what you're capable of doing without waiting for somebody to pay you to do it. Mm. So how's the podcast helped in your personal branding? I mean, if I'm talking about um, monetizing your brand on a podcast, that's a natural way for people to reach out to me and say, hey, I want to monetize something. So it's an easy way for me to passively sell my products, my programs, my services, and then advertising, which I feel like that is my goal, like advertising. That I want Do you have people that sponsor it? The money, yes. People sponsor the podcast? Yes. So like, you know what, I was trying to, I was often wondering that, well, you know what, probably by the time you see this, I'll probably have a sponsor, but. Speak it, speak it, yes. You feel me? So, but how do you sell the sponsor? Because I heard it's hard to get the numbers on a podcast. Um, so I guess it kind of depends on who hosts your podcast. Um, SoundCloud hosts mine, so I have all the, like I can pull up all the statistics, but like iTunes, you can't pull up just iTunes statistics. Mm. So it does depend on like where you have your podcast hosted. Um, but. In the past, I was reaching out to people, and that wasn't very successful. But now people are reaching out to me. Mm. So, yeah, just name name my price. Oh, okay. All right, that's good. That's good. Hey, listen, man, make sure y'all follow Corio. When is this going live? I don't know. Well, if, I don't know the name. I don't know what it's going live. Before on. November, definitely come hang with your girl at work. Price Slay weekend, November first through fourth. I'll make I'll make sure I'll make okay. sure it drops. Okay. Strategically. Workpricelay.com. Yes. Be there. I make. When do you want it to drop? I got to drop today. one. I can't do it today. Oh, tomorrow. Next week. She's so aggressive. When Listen, are these are traits one? of entrepreneurship. I don't know. <laughs> so my thing, my thing was, I was going to get 10 episodes before oh, I even before started. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I could, I could technically still be the first one. Um, technically, yes, yes, yes. So listen, man, if y'all found value, especially if you're on my Instagram live right now, make sure you follow Coriel at K-O-E-R-E-Y-E-L-L-E. You feel me? <laughs> and, and if you want to book us somewhere, because we are probably the dopest duo. We are a dynamic duo, guys. Yeah, we're really, really good when we speak together. We Seriously. Are. So uh, make sure y'all follow Coriel. Anything else you got to say? No, that's it. We did good. You don't have none fun. else? I already plugged WordPress Slay. That's, that's thegetmoneygang.com if you're interested Boom. in my coaching. There it is. Yeah. There All right, Coriel, I appreciate it, man. Now let's uh, figure out how we're going to make some money together. All right. <laughs> <Peace. Right. laughs>